0: open the floodgates of hell. hello
1: this is Reverend Erich I'm glad to come to you through this medium as you listen to the word of God today I pray that you will be impacted your life will be transformed and you experience God kingdom blessings heavenly father we thank you for your word we ask the entrance of your word to bring light and understanding we ask that you give us grace to Speak your word this morning, in Jesus' name, amen. So I'm speaking on the covenant of protection. The covenant of protection. So we go to our key scripture, Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9. Deuteronomy chapter 7, but Therefore know that the Lord your God, he is God, a faithful God, who keeps his covenant and mercy for a thousand generations, to those who love him and keep his commandments. Now, any time God enters a covenant with you, he wants to protect the investment he has put in you. God does not enter a covenant with you and leave you to the devil or leave you to the wind because you are his investment. You are his kingdom investment. That is why when you you become born again, you are so precious to God. You don't have to even. The fact is that the soul that got you born, the, the spirit that got you born again, is the spirit of Christ. So you are very important to God. And I want you to know that because of that, God wants to protect His investment in you. Let me just say this. I just heard a story about somebody who blesses people. Like the person who was like, the community people were blessed. He was into oil and gas, and he died. Just it's too early to talk about this, but the whole community were wailing. A 40, less than about forty-five-year-old guy, because the investment of God in that man is gone. So when you enter a covenant with God, God wants to protect His investment in you. So God wants everyone here to fulfill their destiny, but we live in the wicked world. Why do you not need protection? Because we live in the wicked world. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 12. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wells of the devil. For we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. If you are a Christian, never think that you are exempted from the attack of the devil. Spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. And sometimes we think that demons are only in Africa. You are lying. If this scripture was written to Africans, I would believe. But it is written to the whole global world. Never be naive that you are not. We live in a wicked world. There are wicked spirits in this world and not only in Africa that we have demonic spirits. I have Friends who went abroad and when they were living on the street began to pray. People walked to them and said that we want you out of this community or we we'll fight with you, and they won the battles. First John chapter five verse nineteen. First John chapter five verse nineteen. We know that we have God, and the whole world lies in the sway of the wicked one. We are in the world, but the whole world lies sway in. Under the wicked one. So I want you to understand that we are in this world but there's a wicked one who also has an assignment against you. I'm going somewhere this morning. Who also has an assignment towards you? So you must know that we live in a wicked world. Never be, never, I'm telling you, we live in a wicked world. Whoever thought that we'd be experiencing that kind of war in Ukraine and Russia, as that now. Whoever thought We live in a wicked world. Psalm 74 verse 20. Have respect to the covenant. What did David say? Have respect to the covenant. For the dark places of air are full of hands of cruelty. So you must have respect for the covenant you have with the Lord. Because the Bible says here that Respect to the covenant for the dark places of the earth are full of hearts of cruelty. So, there is a habitation of cruelty on earth. Listen to me very carefully. There's a habitation of cruelty on earth. So, there are people who are living like their whole system is cruelty. Everything about them is cruelty. That's it because they are now the devil's incarnate. They are being used, some of them are being used, and the assignment is that when you are a covenant child of God and you are fulfilling destiny, they want to come against you. Psalm 91. Look at what the devil does. These are the destructive weapons the enemy uses against believers you shall not be afraid of the terror by night. So the terror by night, and if you have been in this house for the last couple of, uh, to, uh, almost 12 years, in general, that's our prayer we pray. Terror by night. So the, the one of the arrows is that terror by night, or the arrow that flies by day, or the pestilence that walks in darkness, or the, in that, the destruction that lies waste on using. These are destructive weapons targeted against believers. But God has made a provision to, for us in Verse 1 and 2, it says that he who dwells in the secret place of the Mosai shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. So what happened is that if you are going to stand against this, demonic well, and live under the covenant of protection, you must have a dwelling in the house of the Lord. He that dwelleth in the secret place. The secret place is the place of covering, it's a place of worship, it's a place of prayer, it's a place where you come before God and you are covered. Shall abide. Have you noticed that Apart from you, there's nothing like you living in somebody's house today, tomorrow. No, let me just say this one. Maybe God will bless somebody who has about ten houses. Amen. Amen. But you don't live in one house uh, Monday. We live in another house Tuesday. In the house No, there's a place that you consistently love among those ten houses, and that is the house that is the house that you dwell. So, what the Bible is saying that that's when you join the family, you become a Christian. God brings you into a family where there's covering and protection. He
0: that dwells. That means that you know that every Sunday, every time we are coming to prayer, every time we are coming for worship, you are there. Not that you come or said after two years, you've not stepped into the house of the
1: Lord and you say you are a Christian. No, 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 no. In a covenant relationship, you must have because the he that dwells. So when when you get born again, God attaches you to a church. You can't get born again and say that my pastor is the one on television. You, they, we all love pastors. We all love great people who preach ar- around the world, but I have a pastor. And my pastor is Dr. Mensa Otabo. Your pastor is Dr. Bad. However, I'm also your pastor, but what, how can you? I'm listening to you online. But the fact is that do you have a place you go to? An altar that speaks for you. We live in a wicked world. What are the provisions? For the covenant of protection in God. Number one, the provision of the blood. Ezra chapter 12, verse 12 to 13. And we'll read 23. For I'll pass through the land of Egypt on that night, and I'll strike the firstborns in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now, the blood shall be a sign for you on your houses and where you are. And when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. And the plague shall not be only to destroy you as, as, as when I strike the land of Egypt. Verse 23 For the Lord passed through and struck Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lentil, on the two doorposts, the Lord passed over that door, but did not allow the destroyer to come into the houses to strike them. I want you to know that in, when God wanted to deliver people, the people of God out of bondage and he had to send an angel of death, the blood was the sign. The blood on the lentils of their door was the sign. So everyone, and we must know that there's a provision of the blood of Christ in our, for our covering. The Bible says that and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. So you must understand that there's power in the blood. Some say there's power in the blood. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Therefore, perch out the old living that you may not be a new living, sincerely, truly, unliving. For indeed, Christ is our Passover, was... Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. So in the New Testament, the death and the burial and the resurrection of Christ, and he's showing the blood to the Lord in the heaven, is our Passover. So his blood is that which covers us. And one of the things you must do is that every time you are praying and you are wake up in the morning, plead the blood over your life, over your house, over your business, over your family, over your properties. You must plead the blood. Sometimes I plead the blood. Before you leave your dwelling, plead the blood. There's so much power in that blood plead the blood just like lord i plead the blood over my children you know some people go and drop their children at school and they are thinking about is the child safe is the child that is the child going to be this thing they are sending their child somewhere they are afraid no believe that the blood speaks that blood which was the passover blood so if you are driving plead the blood is somebody hear me i'm teaching you prayer if you are living your dwelling plead the blood in the air plead the blood don't don't because it's a weapon that the devil hates because as soon as he sees the blood he can attack you as soon as he sees the blood over your children, you are just poking the word. Is it not powerful that we don't need to put blood on our forehead? But when you speak a word in the New Testament, that word habitates over your destiny, habitates over your life, habitates over your children, habitates over your properties. So much like I plead the blood. That's one, that's one of the provision he has done for us. So as a as a believer, you must understand that you are in covenant with God. So you are not going to be afraid of the terror that comes by night, of the arrow that it flies by day, of the
0: pestilence that walks in darkness, or the destruction that lies la- at noonday because the blood is a covering and whatever the enemy plans to take you out before your time. I decree and declare over your life that may the blood speak for you. May the blood speak for your children. May the blood speak over your business. May the blood speak over everything that concerns you. Anything your name is attached to, let the blood of Jesus speak. I speak over this house that from now to the end of the year, the blood will be speaking for somebody here. The blood will be speaking for somebody here. I prophesy over your life i prophesy over your destiny i prophesy over your household i prophesy in the name of the lord jesus he said when i see the blood i will pass over i decree and declare no arrow shot from the gates of hell shall become against you in the name of jesus no terror that comes by night i prophesy over you in this day from now to the end of the year no arm robbery attack and the valata don't I declare your car will not be hijacked no accident any pestilence, any sickness that want to take you out before your time I stand as the power of, in the power of Jesus Christ I stand in the name of Jesus the Bible says by that blood there's no any other name On earth, uh, under the earth, uh, and above the heaven, because the Bible says uh, at the mention of his name, uh, and by the blood we are redeemed. And I speak over this house. I speak in the name of Jesus that the blood will speak when
1: they say an, an angel of death to your house it will not find your house Somebody's under the power there don't sit in this service as an ordinary service things are happening I'm
0: teaching, but I just realized that I've kicked into the prophetic this morning. And I speak in the name of Jesus that any weapon formed against you shall not prosper. I declare in the name of Jesus anything that has been assigned against you from now to the end of the earth, at uh, the end of the year, you are preserved. May the Lord deliver you. He said, He who dwells in the secret place of the Mosai shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, You are my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him I will trust. And the Bible says, He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler. And Trap the search for you from now to the end of the year. Your leg will not enter, your life will not enter. I speak in the name of Jesus in a satanic, in a satanic trap, in a conspiracy that somebody is setting against you. In from now to the end of the year, he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler. The Bible says his shoes shall be your sure, your shoulder and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night. Today, in the name of Jesus, any terror sent against you, any terror against your destiny, any terror against your business, any arrow that flies by day. I decree and declare, in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare, let that arrow be reversed back to the sender, back to the sender, letter Nikatah, in a pestilence that was in darkness, any a sudden death any sudden sickness any sudden disease any sudden thing I decree and declare in the name of Jesus I pray over this house no sudden sickness no sudden disease no sudden no sudden death in the name of the Lord Jesus you shall not be afraid of the pestilence that was in darkness or the destruction that lie waste at noon day you will not waste your money your car Will not break down, you will not go into accidents, you will not go into things, your house will not be bent in the name of Jesus. Any arrow descend. We decree under this covenant of, of, of the covenant month and the covenant of protection, we declare that we are delivered. Hey.
1: Come, I was looking for you already. Come, 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 come. Somebody's standing behind me. May God restore. I was looking for you already. May God restore. It is done. Take your seat. Number two, angelic covering. God has made provision... For his his angels for our covering. And angels are ministering spirits to the heirs of salvation. So I want you to know that we don't worship angels, we are not supposed to serve them, but they are rather for our responsibility. So you must activate angels. Your personal angels. You must activate this house. There's a commission that we are under. And for every commission, there, is, there are angels assigned. It's like God is sending you to war and doesn't give you auxiliary warriors around you. Those are the security people around us. So if you are for, like how the president is traveling, we have several cars in Africa. Hallelujah. Following what are they? They are protecting the president. So there's an ambulance, there's a doctor, all kinds of and, that, and that's why it must be normal. That is why anytime the American presidents have made they build new technology for them which can stand anything. But the angels I'm talking to you about are heavenly beings who don't sleep, who don't fail, it in the time will not bear somewhere. But the Bible said they encamp around the righteous. You must understand. The Angels are at our back and come. So the angel of God encamp around those who fear him and delivers them. Genesis chapter 48, verse 15 and 16. Interesting story here. When Jacob was about to die, he heard that Joseph was coming to see him. And the Bible says he 27 himself and sat on the bed and began to bless the children. Verse 15 says that, and he blessed Joseph and said, God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walk, the God who fed me all my life to this day, the angel who delivered me from all evil, bless this lad. Let my name be upon them in the name of my fathers Abraham, Isaac, and let them grow in a multitude in the midst of the earth. So you see now, Jacob was praying for the grandchildren, his grandchildren, Ephraim and Manasseh. He said, may the angel who delivered me from evil. So that means that Jacob had a covenant with God that there was an angel that delivered him from evil. Remember that whatever happened, he was blessed. He journeyed to his uncle's place. The uncle cheated him, and he came back. As he was coming, he rested with the angel that changed his name. And I, I, I presuppose that that theophany of Christ was the manifestation of the angel that delivered him from evil. So Jacob was saying that the such same angel should cover my children, should cover my grandchildren. So there's an angelic covering over your life. One of the prayers I pray is that for my children, I'm telling you this today, I'm not hiding anything, that the angel that has protected me and delivered me from wicked people's hands, may that angel be their covering. You have no idea sometimes what people have gone through. They are standing strong. He said that angel should go with you everywhere you are going. From today, being, say, I, activate I, activate I activate my angels. I activate my angels. And they work this time. You must activate the angel of favor and protection. By the grace of God, I do a bit of travel in the air. Anytime I'm climbing that metal in the air, in the air, there's no bar stop. It's not like, oh, the, the pilot is not driving, well, so let me stop there. I activate angels. I'm driving out of my house. Activate. Sometimes even activate angels. Then when there's traffic, ah, you're looking at my face. They do anything according to the word of God. If I'm going for a meeting and I'm, I said, Lord, angels. clear Before I shh. I'm not a late going to. I know somebody who goes late to meetings anyway. But you must act, say I activate my angels. This month, I activate. My angel of protection,
0: I activate. My angel of favor, anywhere I go, let the angel of favor go ahead of me. Let doors be open before me. Let ancient gates be open. Let ancient doors be open. Any assignment against my life, let my angel deliver me from evil.
1: He said the angel who delivered me from evil. He was about to die, so he was handing over. And sometimes, some of you dream, and you see a personality, and the person you may know, but the person deliver, I've heard people, you, Pastor, I had a dream, and you, you appeared in my, in my sleep. I'm sleeping home. <laughs> it's the angel, but he has to put my face on, on the, so that you cannot be afraid, because if, if God opens your eyes, and you see the angel, you run away. Some of you run. And as why are here, the strong angelic ministry, there's logs. that's why I like the horns, that's why I like the horns. And I like the horns because horns provoke. Having to listen to uh, Nathan Embassy, eh? having to listen to when as soon as he begins to fire the horns, all of a sudden something is like cold water has been poured on you. We, we are left with the sacks, and today I'm going to talk about that to get it sorted out. Number three, the provision of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 to 14. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 to 14. In him, you also trust after you've heard the word of truth, the gospel of salvation, whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the precious possession praise to the glory of God. Oh, wow. This is good meat. Let me have that text on the screen from verse 13. I want everybody to just track with me. It, seemed, it said that, verse 13, please. In him also you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. So now, when you heard the word of God, you trusted it, you received Christ. The gospel of your salvation, not everybody's salvation, that means personalizing it. Also, in him also, having believed, because you have not believed in the Christ, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know what people know seals. You know, when you go to the uh, uh, ambusman, I think, are they still around? The man, those who do certificate of marriage and all that. There's a seal. Commission of oaths. There's a seal that after they finish every document, they seal it like it is indented. What Paul is telling is that when you go born again, the seal of the Holy Spirit is on you like this. So, <laughs> so, as he's walking, any demonic hold that sees him, he says that this is the property of God. The Holy Spirit of promise. Is somebody hearing me now? Let's go to the next verse. Who is the guarantee of our inheritance? What is guarantee? The Holy Spirit on you that there's an inheritance waiting for you. So, (laughs) your father gives you a document which has a seal and said that I have inheritance waiting for you. But it's at a particular day. And he said that of our inheritance until the redemption of the page's possession. So, we are sealed to Jesus Christ comes back to take us home. So you are not ordinary. Can I tell you something? People in the demonic world see you and they see there's something on you you can't touch. Like MC Hammer, can't touch
0: this. That's why sometimes, don't, because you are connected to God, because you are truly, you are, you are truly born again. That is why every believer must speak in tongues. Because that is the evidence that the seal is on your head.
1: Am I speaking something to somebody? That's why no
0: witch in your father's house, no witch in your mother's house, when they see you, they see the Holy Ghost fire. When they see you, they see the power of God. When they see you, they can't touch you because I am sealed. Say, I am sealed with the Holy
1: Ghost. I am sealed with the Holy Ghost. I am sealed. I am sealed. I am sealed. Until Christ
0: Jesus comes, I am sealed. They cannot take me away. I will not backslide. The Bible says that we should work out our salvation with fear and trembling. And as long as you work out your salvation with fear and trembling, the seal is on your life. When you are in the fire, the seal is there. When you go through water, the seal will be there. When you come out, the
1: seal will be there. A seal. A seal. Put the last verse there. Uh-huh. Who is the guarantee of our inheritance? Un- until the redemption of the purchased possession which he did on the g- cross. So Jesus Christ died 2,000 years ago but he has not paid for all, all of us but we are just in a world today waiting to be transported. Are you getting what I'm saying? But the seal is a covering. Say the seal is a covering. The seal is a covering. The Holy Spirit. We are going to be fasting from twenty fourth. And if you don't speak in tongues, I will be here to lead you to speak in tongues. That's what sometimes when you are when you are, when you are praying in the spirit, people have no have have no idea what you are doing. We are doing. Don't tell them that. And you are speaking some language you don't understand. I don't need to understand it. We are both so-so. Psalm 105, verse 13 to 15, when they went from one nation to the other, Psalm 105, verse 13 to 15, when they went from one nation to the other, from one kingdom to another, he permitted no one to wrong them. Yes, he rebuked kings for their sakes, saying, do not touch my anointed one, do, no, do my prophets no harm. This one is not for pastors alone, not even for it's for every believer, not for pastors. All of us. All of us. He says that he did not permit. You are anointed oh hey! If you know the power you carry, you will always be firing. You are carrying guns with a lot of we are calling ballistic uh, this thing, we are ballistic missiles. Ballistic, not even guns. Ballistic missiles on your. as a Christian. That is why your prayer life is very key for you to release some things. Some kings who fight you. Some people they say, touch not my anointed. Don't do my prophets no harm. Say I'm anointed. I'm not talking about oil on your head. You are anointed with the Holy Ghost. Say, I'm anointed with the Holy Ghost. Praise the name of the Lord. Is somebody getting blessed this morning? Yes. Very important. I'm anointed. I'm anointed. That's why you must be conscious of who you are as a Christian. Don't be afraid. Fear is from the devil. There's a seal on your life. That is why you must always be sure that you are right with God, your righteousness is clean. God will deliver you from all kinds of evil because there's a seal on you. There are some things that should have happened to you, it never happened because there's a seal. Say, "Have have the seal of the Holy Spirit. Number four, the provision of the name of Jesus. Proverbs 18, verse 20. It said, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they are safe. Now, listen to me. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they are safe. But number one, you must have a revelation of that word of Jesus Christ. You must have a revelation of who Jesus Christ is to you. The name of the Lord is like a bunker. The righteous run into it. And the Bible says that there is no name that the earth, on earth and in the heavens, in past and to come, that is greater than the name of Jesus. So you must have a revelation of who Jesus is to you. So can I tell you something? You can't be a believer who comes to church and still go and see an occultist or go and see a malam to do something. You are putting yourself in harm's way. You are putting yourself in harm's way. You can't be a Christian and still go to those places for consultation and they say, go and bring a dove and go and bring that thing. What are you looking for? You are putting yourself... Ham's way, there is no name. church, there is no name, and you must have a revelation of the name. that when the Bible said, the name of the Lord is a strong tower, I run into it and I'm safe. So when some things happen to you, you must just have a revelation of the name like, in the name of Jesus, I am delivered. you must have a revelation of the name. That is why a God encounter in your personal Christian life solidifies your faith in God. But the word says so. Believe in the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. The name of the Lord. Jesus! I had a story about Archbishop Idahosa Oh, blessed memory, One of the great apostles God raised. He was the first apostle God raised in this place in Africa. So He was on a plane. Bishop James was sharing a thing with us. He said when the plane was about to crash, he stood in the middle of the place and said Jesus seven times. Everything is stable. May God in the, if you call upon the name of
0: the Lord, may the Lord deliver you. I speak over somebody that in the name of Jesus you are delivered from any assignment, any sickness, any disease. In the name of the Lord, the Bible says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it
1: and they are saved. The name of the Lord. Say the name of the Lord. The name Jesus. Psalm 91 verse 14 to 15. Because. Psalm 91 14 to 15. Because he has set his love upon me. Therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me. And I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Oh, with long life, I will satisfy him and I will show him my salvation. So, by covenant, if you love God, he will set you on high. The text, please. I will deliver him, I will set him on high because he has known my name. So, your promotion does not come from the east or from the west, or from the south. Your promotion comes from the Lord. Our promotion comes from the Lord. Hey! Having to see somebody who has all the qualifications, but he can't get a job. Yeah. He can't get a job. And what did he say? Because and he shall call upon me Let's go back to the verse. Let's go to the next verse, please.
0: He shall call upon me, and I'll answer
1: him, and I'll be with him in trouble, I'll deliver and honor him. So now, so if you're a Christian, you're not exempted from trouble. You might lose your job, your child might be sick, your business may be collapsing, it is part of the deal. It is part of the deal, but he says that I will be with him in trouble. So when you are in trouble, God is on your side. So never get into trouble and feel God has deserted you. Oh, I've served God for a long time. I've done a lot of things for church. I have served in ministries. Why is am I going through this thing? I watched, I read some things, some nice pictures, footprints in the sand, and let me just an illustration. The the, the story says that he saw two people, he saw when a man died and went into heaven and saw. His vision on earth. So the first set of sets were four. So you had four, that means first set of uh, um, two sets of feet. So there are four feet. And apparently along the line, it became one. Then he asked the Lord, that, why is it that with the first one, I, I saw you by my side. And the, the next one, only you were walking because I thought you had left me. Jesus said that that is when I took you in my arms and did the walking that is when I took you in my arms. So it was only my feet that was walking in the sun. When everything was well, I was by your side. But when you entered trouble, I took you in my arms and I did the walking. He will be with you in times of trouble. And look at the reward and honor him. So anytime you are going through a test, you are going through a trial. Not temptation. Anytime you are going through a text and trial, know that the next thing coming to you is honor. So Psalm 61 verse 7 says that instead of your shame, so when you are going to trouble, somebody thought you are going to go down. You are going to go through challenges. Everything will end with you. But the Bible says, instead of your shame, I shall give you double honor. Psalm 61 verse 7. It says that instead of your shame, I shall give you double honor. That means that any time shame is coming to your life and you think that everything has gone bad, your life has come to a standstill, it may be a shame, but remember... That God is about to give you double honor. And they shall rejoice in their portion. He said, Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double, and everlasting joy shall be theirs. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Today, stand up on your feet, and you are going to.